I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Sports Radio, 1139. It's Rosie, Paul Rosenberg. Let's rock and roll, everybody. A little late night bridge show. I'm going to do my best Lou Gower McMonagle impression for you guys. 877-337-6666. That's the number to call. Paul's randomness on Twitter. If you want to shoot me a uh, quick tweet, you can do that as well. Stream us on the free Odyssey app. Pat Boyle for the next 20 minutes. And that's right. 20 minutes short for its show until the five-hour Salicata Marathon show starting just about midnight on the fan right here in New York City. And there is a uh, ton to talk about. If you were, depending on what WFAN you were listening to tonight, you've listened to the Nets lose in Memphis, 134-124. As the NBA season is just getting underway. You could have listened to... The Chicago Bears just run right over the New England Patriots 33-14 as uh, Mac Jones goes 3-for-6 for 13 yards, gets benched for Mr. Zappy Hour. And Zappy Fever, Zappy Hour, you know, all the Bailey Zappy comments you can have. He looked better, obviously, than Mac Jones. So Belichick does that, and now we have a whole nice quarterback controversy up in New England. The Knicks won at the Garden, 115-102. Julius Randle kind of looking like his former self, which is nice to see if you're a Knicks fan. But again, early NBA season, tough to get into, right? No one's going to lie. Specifically, when we have two football teams that are playing as well as our local football teams are playing right now. And you have the Yankees coming off an embarrassing performance against the Astros. We'll get to that in a second. The Jets made a very nice move tonight, and it should get more play than I'm sure it's going to. Tough uh, news yesterday with Brees Hall, torn ACL. Today we find out that Elijah Vera Tucker, I believe is a torn tricep, so he's out for the year. So what does Joe Douglas do? The Jets GM gets right on the phone to Jacksonville. Jacksonville has two solid running backs in Travis Etienne and James Robinson. Etienne really standing out a little more for Doug Peterson. Has that Clemson connection with with um, 
Trevor Lawrence. So the Jets are able to flip a 2023 conditional sixth, and they have a nice replacement for for Brees Hall. James Robinson was really, really good for the Jaguars two years ago. Had an AC, I believe he has had an, an Achilles injury, but he was really, really good. It's a nice move for the Jets, and also a credit to the Jets players and the coaching staff from Joe Douglas, showing that hey, we I know this happened, super unlucky with Brees Hall, but you're rewarding the team for their good play. And that counts for something. And let me say that again. A Jets GM is rewarding the team for good play. I haven't heard that in a very long time. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Zach Wilson obviously has to be better. I was number one in... Against Sam Darnold, and I'm seeing a little bit of Darnold-like tendencies right now from Wilson. I love the escapability. I love the mobility on his feet. But there's only so much running around the guy can do before that internal clock has to go off in his head and just says, hey, I got to throw the ball away. So that's with the that's the Jets news. But, again, the big topic today on WFAN, obviously is the 99-63 and regular season record of your New York Yankees getting swept away by the Houston Astros. Embarrassing isn't even the word. As Pedro Martinez said on TBS last night, who are the Yankees' daddies now? And that would be the Houston Astros. Because the Yankees... The team, the organization, are not even in the same stratosphere as the Astros. Three different lineups and four. You can do everything. If you want to give me a call, and you can, again, having about 10, 15 minutes and that's it, but give me a call. Let's chat. 877-337-6666. If you want to get, if you want to get on Aaron Boone, you can. If you want to get on Brian Cashman, you can. If you want to get on Hal Steinbrenner not firing either one of those guys today, you can. Let's be real. The players didn't perform. And that's it. Specifically the offense. So many times people overthink things. Whether it's analytics, they want to have some sort of argument that supports their point. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's right in front of your face. What's in front of our face now? 12 hits. And I believe four runs in games one, two, and three. That's it. End the conversation. Why did you lose? Because your offense disappeared. Did not show a pulse. And I know the Astros pitching staff is is good. Not that good. They're not that good. I know people didn't like IKF and at short and Glaber and maybe did they call up Peraza too late? Did they call up Cabrera too late? 
all these things. Did they, they, they do it too late? They didn't perform. If you want to get on, if you want to get on the team for not giving the young the young kids enough time to mature, I thought it was similar to what the Mets did with Francisco Alvarez. You brought Alvarez up with six games left in the season, going into the most important regular season series the Mets had in recent memory, and he was totally overmatched. Totally overmatched. So if you, if you want to do that. Listen, there's arguments against, obviously, Aaron Boone, against Brian Cashman. There's tons of arguments you can do against that, against them. But if you're a Yankee fan, hell, if you're a baseball fan, if you have a brain, they didn't hit. It doesn't matter what Nestor Cortez would have done. It doesn't matter that that Aaron Boone took Garrett Cole out of the game with the bases loaded. They didn't hit. Cole could have thrown a two-hitter, gave up one home run, and they still lose. They didn't hit. Save Harrison Bader and if maybe Anthony Rizzo. Those two. Everybody else? Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Aaron Judge, who's going to be a clear topic this offseason. We know this. He's already a topic. He's been a topic today. Let's be real. He had, a, he, he had an awful postseason for, for the standard he put on himself in the regular season. Whether the Yankees pushed him too hard with the home run chase, whatever it is, he did not have a good postseason. Let's be fair. Glaber Torres, not good. And on and on and on. Listen, we don't have to get into Josh Donaldson, obviously. Stanton, Carpenter. And I actually think people were too hard on Matt Carpenter, honestly. There's a reason he wasn't on a oh, you there's a reason why he wasn't on a team this before the season started. I, I mean, I know he was I know he was you caught like the Yankees caught lightning in a bottle with Carpenter in the middle of the year. But then throwing him back into the lineup in the postseason, and this is another thing you can get on Boone and on and on Cashman for throwing him back into the lineup. What'd you expect? So again, there's things that you can get on Aaron Boone for. There's things you can get on Brian Cashman for. If you want to say it doesn't matter who the manager is, it's all a computer, it's all a laptop, it's all analytics. I got it. I understand. I understand. Yankees fans are in a little bit of a rut right now. They didn't exactly show up last night at the stadium. Halfway through the game, it legit looked like there was about 20,000 orange shirts there and orange towels. Astros fans showed up out of nowhere last night. I know the weather was crappy. And you could have found out the weather was crappy by going to my Twitter at Paul's Randomness because I told you how bad the weather was, going to, how crappy the weather was going to be. Twenty dollars to get into that game last night. All right, all right. I don't know if it. W- w- I wonder if the series was two-two, or if this, or excuse me, two-one, or something like. I I wonder if that would have changed anything. 
Obviously, if the Yankees were winning 3-0, I'm sure it would have been packed, obviously. But I wonder at what level, and at what point, and I wish I was doing a longer show tonight, at what point do Yankees fans start to lose hope? Was it when the Guardians take them to five games and they have to win two straight? Is that when Yankees fans really were like, oh, man, we couldn't even, you know, handle the Guardians? And you and we have a light years better team than the Guardians, youngest team in Major League Baseball right now. And we couldn't, we couldn't get them out of the way quickly. They took us to five, and then all the Yankees fans partied in the streets like they won a World Series. Which again, listen, they haven't done that in a while. That's fine. If you want to, if you want to celebrate, that's okay. But I, I, I mean, they. I didn't need the partying in the streets all up and down with Stan and Billy's and everything. That I didn't need. I think that that that's a that's a little that was a little much. But again, it's fandom, right? Let them party. Your World Series per se was how you how the Yankees performed against Houston. That was what that was the benchmark. That was the benchmark. One thing couldn't happen. You cannot you could not have gotten swept by the Houston Astros. 4-1, livable. 4-2. Okay, you battled 4-3. Obviously, it's a game seven. Anything can happen. And then if you win, if the Yankees would have won this series, then you're really playing with house money in the World Series against at that point it would have been the Phillies. But I am curious to know. Kind of get into the, like the mind of some Yankees fans here as we over the next, like, six minutes or so, and I'll take as many calls as I can about this. 877-337-6666. Is when did people start really thinking, oh, man, like, that this is this is not going to end well? Because the Yankees were on an incredible pace early in the year. And all the Yankees fans that I know, this is it. This is the year. Back to glory. Judge. Obviously having an incredible year. The one thing Yankees fans were worried about was not having an ace. And Garrett Cole certainly shut everybody up in that context. People start, when when people were saying Nestor Cortez should have started game one, I was laughing in their face. That was a ridiculous take. It should have been Garrett Cole. I'm glad it was Garrett Cole. It's only Garrett Cole. That was your ace. That's who you pay the big bucks to. You can't trust a guy who's never thrown that many innings like Nestor did this year. You can't trust him in a big spot. At least not in a playoff spot. That you can't do. So, the Yankees season is over. The Mets season is over. 101 wins for the Mets. Meaningless. Failure. Nothing. 99 wins for the Yankees. Failure. Is it meaningless? Is a 99-win Yankee season, is that meaningless to Yankee fans? I think an 101-win Mets season was meaningless to Mets fans. I think meaningless to me because of how they got out, how they got eliminated. They ripped my heart out. That's just me. Real quick, Matt in Atlantic City is on the fan. Matt, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you? 
Good, good. I'm just calling. Just um, I just wanted to make a couple points about Cashman real sure. quick. It's just I, I don't know where they're getting these numbers from. Like, why, how do they make some of these decisions? Like, they could have kept Gio Rochelle, still traded for Trevino, and maybe just released Sanchez or something. Rochelle, in my opinion, was was fine at third base. There was no need to even upgrade. And Donaldson hasn't shown anything in years to where he was an upgrade. Of I didn't think he was going to be that bad this year. Right. Well, but again, I think, and and I'll let you finish. I mean, I think Cashman said that the reason they got Donaldson wasn't really for the bat. They got him as in the leadership role. And he's a solid third baseman. I didn't think he, they... He is defensively. Yeah, he Yeah. Is. I didn't think, and I don't think Brian Cashman had the idea of, Meet uh, of let's trade for Josh Donaldson, and that's going to put us over the top from an offensive perspective. Right, but it's like you already have a guy who's basically Urshela. He was like a two eighty hitter. I might be off by a little bit, but sure. he wasn't. He was a solid ball player. He was also good at third base. He could also he could also play other positions if they needed him. He was he was very yes he was a very he was a good utility infielder. Here's what I would say, I, and this is where you're going to get if Gio Urshela is on this team, is that making a difference? No, not exactly. Okay, that and that's and Matt, that's the point. And uh, and I know that. But, but if you think about it, it could have been because that could have been Gio Urshela up instead of Josh Donaldson striking out every single at bat in the postseason. I well, a lot of Yankees struck out. Let's be fair. True. A, True. a lot but, of and and again, I know people want to get on Donaldson. That's fine. Get on you. It's allowed. You can get on Aaron Judge. He had an incredible regular season. It's okay to get on Aaron Judge. It's okay to criticize the guy. This well, has nothing to do with that. his contract, his free agency, whatever. It's okay to criticize Aaron Judge. That's okay to do. Here's my thing is I'm not even trying really, like I am being a little too harsh on Donaldson. We really shouldn't even be criticizing the players because management is what put them in that position. I- IKF, he's a third baseman. Did they not learn from Torres last year that you can't just move a guy at shortstop and think he's going to be like the next big thing there? That's right. not how it works. Well, Matt, here's what I would say. They Cashman did put the team together, but at one point, don't the players have to perform? Aren't these yeah, are major absolutely. league players, right? Don't they have to perform at this case, at this level? Absolutely, but you put guys in at positions where they're going to succeed. You don't put a guy out of position and just be like, "Oh, that's going to be fine." Well, that has not nothing to do with their bat. Like the the, no, the game, twelve hits and four runs in the first three games, uh, Matt. I mean, can't happen. Yeah, but as an athlete, it's just like when you – I mean, I'm not saying I'm a great athlete, but it's like you get – I don't know. If you screw up in the field, it also carries over to the plate sometimes. I understand that. I understand that, Matt, and thanks. Yeah, yeah I, I got – let me – I just got to go, so thanks for the call. No and I, I listen, I get it. I, I, I understand Yankee I, – I understand how frustrated Yankees fans are, are right now. I get it. I just don't know how much of this you can really put on Boone and Cashman when in th- when – Cashman puts the team together, but the team has to perform on the field. At what point does the players need to actually perform and they need to hit? I think they average five, uh, like four and a half runs a game in the regular season, I think. They got four runs in three games, hitting in a bandbox in Houston and blaming the wind and exit velo. What a wreck. This was a wonderful 20 minutes, everybody. This is me, Paul Rosenberg. Paul's randomness on Twitter. Anything and everything. Weather, dog shows, random sports takes. Hence the name Paul's randomness. This is wonderful. Thanks, Pat Boy, for 20 minutes and sticking around.
Fliegelman's here and Sal is here and Marco Belletti's here with the update. Sal's coming up next. See you, boys. Sports Radio 1019 We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.